Hi, this is Carrie Stevens, and welcome to the MedCorp Podcast Network. I'm the editor of 24-7, and I'm here today with my wonderful co-host, Chase Torres, aka The Bearded Biomed. And today we're going to be talking about education and credentialing in the biomed field because Chase is currently pursuing his CHTM degree. So Chase, what kind of led to this and why do you think credentialing in the HTM field is important? So the pursuit of the CHTM has basically rooted from my need to constantly um, seek higher education. Um, Our field in general calls for seeking that in general, simply because, you know, it's kind of in direct support of, you know, the medical field always growing, always changing. Uh, We have to, you know, meet that demand by continuing our education. Um, The CHTM facilitates that for me specifically simply because I want to, you know, move into a management role uh, within my career. And a lot of the senior biomeds that I idolize, that I follow, that, uh, you know, I seek advice from, it's one of the main things that they suggest that I pursue, being the CHTM. Um, Of course, there's a lot of other certifications and in regards to the importance of seeking credentialing, Uh, especially, you know, which Amy has so thoroughly standardized for us through the ACI certification program. Um, It's kind of a standard to really set yourself apart from one from your colleagues. Um, It really adds credibility to you as a technician saying that, hey, I give a crap about my job, my career. I'm willing to go out there and pursue you know, higher echelons of education and show that I have what it takes to take that next step in my career advancement. Uh, and honestly, it like I said, it demonstrates your commitment to the industry. And it's also going to hopefully increase your pay along with responsibilities as well um, as a technician or in my case, a manager. And have you heard anyone say, well, that's not really necessary? Have you had any pushback from when you decide to pursue this? I haven't had any pushback, no. Um, I did have the mindset at some points in time in my career where I felt I didn't need um, a certification at that time. But then again, I was also doing online schooling while I was working full time and, you know, throwing a certification into that mix didn't really seem palpable to me. Uh, But in regards to the, you know, general biosphere of the biomed, uh, I think it's pretty much universally recognized that certifications are an important aspect of our field. And do you see more of the younger generation being more on board with the certification and maybe more of the old timers being more reluctant to get certified in the biomed field, since I know it's not always necessary to have these certifications. See, it's interesting that you propose it that way too, because I've actually had a mixed bag of that. Um, A lot of the, what we would call the older generation of biomed, you know, like we've discussed before, the, the field is over 50, 55 in average age. Um, I've mostly came across to where they recommend getting certified, which is interesting because a lot of them have such a plethora of knowledge and decades of experience to where, you know, I can understand if 
you know, I've came across one or two where they said, well, I haven't really needed to pursue that because I'm already in an established management position. But for someone like me, that's in that middle tier, you know, that's been in the industry for a while, but, you know, hasn't made that leap into, you know, a tech four or a manager position, certifications really are that next step. Um, As for the younger generation, it's also leaning on us in that mid to senior tier to really emphasize how important it is for them to pursue. Um, I know some of the younger technicians I've came across, you know, it's not on the forefront of their mind, right? uh, nor do they understand the benefits of it. But typically, you know, when you're talking in respect to some of the Amy certifications, like the CBET, for instance, uh, that's pretty much like the number one known certification in our field. Absolutely. Um, it's usually recommended to go get that usually right after you get out of, you know, the, the military biomed program, for instance, because we're qualified at that point to take it. Um, but, you know, it's a little bit different because if you're not coming through the, um, the military DOD biomed program, you're more than likely coming through either, you know, a, two-year associates technical college or you know the amy apprenticeship program which just you know has been kicked out within the last couple years and you know they're probably either not at that point to where they feel they could take it or they haven't met the prerequisites that are required for each certification so it's there's a lot of different little aspects of it but i think the main thing is my long-winded answer would be yeah. to we just need to emphasize the importance to the younger biomed generation of obtaining your credentials because like I said the mid-tier that I'm in and the senior tier I believe for the most part recognize the importance of it right and again I know you did mention the higher pay that you could get from you know having this credential but what are some of the other key benefits that you think are the reasons people should really pursue certification in the biomed field? Well, for one thing, the benefit of being able to put it on your LinkedIn, uh, you know, bio saying I have all these certifications makes right. you look pretty high speed. Um, obviously, it's going to lend to career progression because, you know, depending on obviously the certification, uh, CBET more than likely um, is going to yield you more job opportunities which equals either a bump in pay or a particular position. Uh, C-Res obviously is for your specialization to getting into imaging as a technician. And obviously it's going to raise your pay too, because an imaging technician being a specialized level four, what have you is going to make more money. Um, The CHTM for me, like I said, it's, it's kind of leaning towards to where, if you want to be in that senior biomed level, you need to demonstrate that you have the capabilities and the, the knowledge to navigate through, I mean, a plethora of information, whether it be uh, regulatory compliance, uh, managing technicians, uh, financials, budgetary constraints. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into the CHTM um, from what I've studied thus far. Um, 
But overall, I guess the the main answer to that would be it's going to provide you better opportunity for career progression. Um, and hopefully if you have the opportunity within, you know, your company that you're in currently to move up, if not, then, you know, it's, it's going to help you relocate to find a job that you're looking for, especially with that certification. And more likely you're going to get offered more money to begin with than what you had prior to the certification. I mean, that is a huge benefit for sure. And I'm sure people see that, but so I think this kind of speaks to a larger issue, um, and it's something we've covered extensively in 24-7, um, that there is no necessarily standard credentialing in the biomed field. Can you talk about that and your thoughts on it and what you think, you know, the future of that and do you think that should change? Now, when you say there's no standardization of training in the biomed field, are you referring to like? Like people can have the CBET, they can have the CHTM, but they can operate without that too. Okay. So this, they don't have to pursue that. The difference between what one biomed could have in terms to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it always a little bit differently, but you know, we also have so many tiers within our field too of expertise. I mean, right. when you consider uh, an apprentice biomed to a level two, there's still a lot of, you know, key differences and experience, knowledge, education, um, possibly, you know, training that you could have gotten by that point, either manufacturer wise or, you know, on-site training through one of your biomed cohorts. Um, now in regards to education, I believe Amy is making that headway to where, you know, they're setting us up to where it could be standardized. But the point of the fact is that a lot of it's voluntary. It's, right. you know, you wanting to pursue it. But, you know, I, I will be the first to admit, uh, you know, these these exams can be kind of pricey for, okay. you know, for us. I mean, yeah. Can you talk I, about that? Do the employer typically provide pay for that? Are they reimbursed typically? For the most part, I know my company does, but I have heard most companies should uh, compensate you for passing the exam. Right. But let, let's let's not get this misconstrued. I mean, if they were so easy to pass, everybody would have one, If sure. especially if you're going to get reimbursed. It's the worst feeling ever when you take you know, one of these exams and you end up failing it and then you just cost yourself $500. I mean, that's a car payment that could be, you know, most of rent for somebody. And obviously, you know, not everybody has capability of saving, but you know, that's a whole nother, (laughs) that's a whole nother thing. Um, These gas prices, right? (laughs) Yes. Right now. Yes. Um, But that's also why we call it investing in your future. Uh, right. whether putting money aside, it, whether it be, you know, ten, twenty dollars a month until you have it enough and then you can take that jump. Uh, that also goes back to just implying good study skills and, you know, making the effort to really understand, you know, all the aspects that the test is going to require of you and make sure you pass it. Um I mean, like I said, I've I've taken a test before I failed it and you know, it, it sucked, but it is what it is here. I am taking another one. So 
Well, what are your best study tips? So say someone is listening to this and, you know, they're planning on doing this, but what study tips would you give them? I mean, how, what things have you found effective as you prepare for this exam? And would you like to impart onto others? Study, giving study tips can be a little little tricky for me because everybody operates on a different wavelength. Everybody needs different kind of mechanisms to, you know, help them retain information. Uh, me particularly, I am a person that learns best by, you know, doing hands-on or, you know, visually um, sitting there and reading through a 60 to 80 page study guide isn't necessarily the best thing for me. However, that's pretty much where a lot of this lays uh, for the CHTM is, you know, just pulling out the packet and just going through paragraphs and paragraphs of information. Um, I'm having PTSD through all of it, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily though, for this, uh, the CBET at least uh, there are, you know, actual online training, uh, you know, study groups that you can be a part of either facilitated through biomed societies or, you know, Amy actually has that established now to where, you know, you can go on and do a weekly, uh, you know, online class to where they do a CBET study guide prep with you until the exam. Um, yeah. And that makes a world of difference because not only are you not just sitting there going through, you know, plethora of information. You could sit there, bounce questions off the person providing the instruction. Um, you're going to hear other people ask their questions and they might present it in a different way that you might not have thought of before. And usually different ideas conjoining together to, you know, ultimately get to the final answer is, you know, going to help everybody out. So um, for me, like I said, right now, really the only option to me is just spacing out I usually give myself about an hour a day to just sit down in my office, go through a section, make sure I understand it. If I don't particularly understand one part of what I'm reading, then I'll do a little additional research on Google or what have you, or I'll ask my manager because, you know, he knows the stuff like the back of his hand. That's nice. So, so you have someone to kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's actually taking it with me in May as well. So we're both going to get, because, um, my company has moved to where it's going to be a requirement to, if I want to move into, you know, eventually take his job, I'm going to need to have that certification. So, um, well, I think it's awesome. And, um, we will support you every step of the way. I'm excited for another podcast. And we talk about you passing and kind of the after. <laughs> now, you're put, now you're putting a lot of, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have, pressure. You have the yeah. podcast network behind you. So, <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, anything else you want to talk about with the exam? Any other just um, ideas about education general in the field that you want to cover before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh, don't just stop short of the certification, you know, for CBET, CRES, CHTM. There's a lot of different aspects that we can move into the field uh, education-wise. Um, obviously, by this point, if you're in the field, you probably have an associate's degree. Um, if you don't, you know, coming through the military program, your diploma from the schoolhouse pretty much, you know, is congruent to that degree, but I still went ahead and got my associate's degree while I was in, uh, the army. Now, 
some people would say go get a bachelor's in electrical engineering or mechanical engineering or something along those lines. Um, actually, I went and got my bachelor's in management. Um, it, you really have to understand just what aspect of your career you want to follow. Um, and then I'm taking a step further because a lot of, like I said, the senior biomeds that at least I've observed uh, recommend getting an MBA. Oh, okay. uh, uh, when you're in that senior biomed level, you know, you're doing a lot more you know, with financials, with uh, budgeting, with, uh, you know, cost reduction for hospital systems. Uh, you're dealing more with C-suite activities and politics and admin and what have you. So um, it just makes sense if you're going to be, you know, moving into a management aspect to uh, pursue an MBA, which I do plan on starting later this year as well and get that over with. Yeah. And hopefully that will be it. There will be no, there will be no PhDs here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wish you the best of luck. And just again, thank you so much, Chase. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, yes. Uh, hopefully by now you know who I am. But yes. <laughs> the Bearded Biomed podcast is available on all streaming platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, any of the small little podcast listening platforms you like to utilize. Uh, if you want to reach out for show content, uh, we have the Facebook page, Instagram, uh, even a TikTok and a Twitter. So I'm literally on every social media platform minus Snapchat because I'm too old for that. Uh, me too. Definitely. Well, thank you so <laughs> much. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Talk to you later. Have a good day.